0: Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm your host, Paul Arnold. I am pleased as punch to welcome two of my buddies, Ernest Watts and Chris Daniel. I won't even tell you what state they live in because you can go back to our previous podcast and hear who they really root for. It'll probably become apparent pretty quick in the podcast, but we're going to talk about sports, culture, and who knows, because this is Pardon the Confusion. There's got to be some confusion for you to listen to and wonder, what are those guys thinking? Ernest Watts, have you had a moment this week where you thought, "What were they thinking?"
1: Oh yeah, uh, Urban Meyer—that's the big one. I mean, really, you're you're o sorry, and, <laughs> uh, you're zeroing four, and you're you are you are sorry you are owing 4 and you you do not fly back with your team. You go back to your restaurant, and I, I like how this guy every time he gets caught, he deflects. You know, it's either a sisk in his brain or he's not getting enough blood to his head. You know, he he tried to apologize, this this viral apology, and he throws in, well, you know, I I warned Trevor Lawrence about the same thing when he had a bachelor party in Vegas. I, I can just think Trevor Lawrence is going, dude, dude. I haven't seen anything like this since Kobe tried to bring Shaq down when he got caught in Colorado. <laughs> why, are you, why are you dragging me into this mess?
0: Yes, yes. It's a uh, boy, Urban Meyer is the podcast gift that keeps on giving. And I used to call him Urban Liar, and I'm going to call him Urban Buyer. But all right, Chris, has there been a, po- a moment of this week where we thought, what were they thinking?
2: Uh... <clears throat> I, you know, I, I don't know if it was what were they thinking, but when they had to put in uh, Drew Locke to manage the offense and then just keep him in there when uh, Teddy Bridgewater went down uh, in the game on Sunday and he just looked, uh, I think he had 58 yards for the entire second half. So I don't know why they just didn't start running the ball more at that point. <laughs> So that was I was like, what were they thinking?
0: Wow, that's quite a hot take. Considering you just met Mister Locke at uh, avalanche game, I did.
2: I met him last night. Uh, the twenty four year old he he was probably about six three, six four. He he definitely had some uh, inches on me. Uh, very nice guy. Asked him if he had been back to Mizzou since he had been with the broncos he said no he has not even been back to the university since his family lives in kansas city and he's gone back to see them a couple times but uh yeah you know it's i asked him how how the team was taking the loss and you know he said everybody's you know it's it's tough after a loss and blah 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 but yeah it was I, I met him and so he was sitting in row 2 on the uh, blue line at the avalanche game last night and, uh, with his lady friend and, uh, her name was, I believe, Michelle. I met her as well. And did she nice, looked very friendly. nice. Did she look uh, a she, girlfriend? she did. She was blonde and, uh, petite. Yeah. She looked, she did have a, you know, I did like, she did have a baseball hat on. I, I can, I always find women with baseball hats on just a little bit, if they can pull it off a little bit more attractive than, than the norm. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Pardon the Confusion After Dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Goodness. Likes
1: and dislikes. Let me see. This is why he was paying you the money so you could give it to the Ravens for giving Teddy Bridgewater. A so,
2: so I, I was sitting. So there was four of us in our group, and so I showed my boss. He had no idea who 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 uh, Drew Lock was. I want to mention that pretty much nobody on the on the podcast in the entire podcast groups had any idea who it was either um i showed it to my boss's son he immediately knew and then the other guy on the uh that was sitting next to me he didn't know but once i told him he's a big baltimore fan and he was he kept saying lamar like he was like a how high, how or how loud he could say lamar without getting and i just I was like oh my gosh what did i tell him so yeah it was a good time Good time had by Did all. Did you
0: get an autograph or just the picture is better than anything?
2: Yeah, picture. I don't, you know, who carries now, a pen these days?
1: Now, now tell the background because Baltimore made the Broncos upset because they had the longest streak of games with 100 yards or more rushed in a the game.
2: They mm-hmm. have just
1: passed Pittsburgh's record. And, and oh, I think uh, they just
2: tied it. They just tied, tied the record. Right. So this next game. And yeah. Big
1: Fangio, who is the coach of the Broncos, uh, kind of called it a Bush League move, correct?
2: Kind of. Not, not, not only a well, Bush League I'm, move. Well, I'm giving you was,
1: a league question here. Go with it. Go with it.
2: Yeah. Not only was it a Bush League move, he, he criticized the Ravens organization as a whole and saying that player safety was second. Uh, Our second (laughs) second tier priority, and so uh, yeah. So and and the the uh, the backstory: um, Fangio used to work on Harbaugh's staff, and then he left John Harbaugh's staff and went to go work for Jim Harbaugh in on his Stanford staff he then trans you know then he went with Jim to um, the 49ers job and then from there he moved on but he's worked for both brothers so i don't know what the the issue is i i'm kind of in uh, if they had lined up in victory formation and then actually did something i think i'd be more pissed but because they didn't even attempt to show look like they were running in victory formation and they actually look like they were going to run the do something with it Uh, from a defensive perspective you you got to stop the ball and so um, everybody
1: gets paid i mean everybody's paid exactly i mean
2: and to to john harbaugh's thing he's like why are they throwing up for a touchdown i didn't realize there was a 16 points uh you know play so why are they going for a touchdown at the end of the the game you know to to that point too it's like hey you know we we could have you know we could have just kneeled it as well and, and ran out the clock and there's no reason to get player safety and, you know, jeopardy either if it's wasted play. So, um, again, if he would have put it in victory formation and then just kind of surprised everybody with the run, I think I'd be a little bit more ticked at, at them, but, um, they, they didn't show anything like they didn't show that they were trying to surprise him with anything. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm in that camp.
1: Yeah, I mean that's always been me. Get better, stop them. You're paid to you're paid to stop them, and if you don't, that's your that's on you. That's a you problem. Paul, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, I think that's called Mr. Deflection. There, his team's not doing so as well as he wants to. He's he knows his time is ticking, not only because he's a senior citizen practically, but he knows they're going to get a younger coach if he doesn't win this year. So I think this is all a deflection to get his team riled up. But I was just surprised he went all the way sort of insinuating that Harbaugh cares more about winning than uh, the players. And that doesn't fly in the NFL. And Harbaugh, um, not Harbaugh, but um, Urban Meyer, just by, like you said, Ernest, Going and doing some things on the side that he told his players not to do, and him trying to you know catch up as an zero four team. They want to see you're there with them all the way, not doing something off to the side. So, uh, Ernest, do you think Urban Meyer is going to last the season?
1: No, he'll resign before Christmas, but he won't go to USC.
2: No, I think he's. I don't think he's a coach ever again.
1: Florida state will take him in a heartbeat as bad as things have been there. Jeez. Florida state will take him. USC is, uh, I've heard a regent from USC that kind of unnamed or he said that we don't need, I mean, they had the, the drama with Kiffin there and, you know, they they just don't want that, that again. They just want. Sarkeesian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more have to think that, uh, O'Brien's going to go to USC. Part of the, uh, Sabin coach rehabilitation tour <laughs> he did a pretty good job at Penn State he's 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 a college coach I figure he'll wind up at USC
0: there's worse places right all right guys we oh yeah bopped around a little bit the first topic tonight is going to be the elite 11 right now we have 11 teams in the NFL all with a record of three and one and who so what? we have the Bills, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Panthers, and the Rams. So Ernest, who is the real thing and who is the pretender in this group?
1: You gonna go through them one by one? We do a real quick answer: pretender,
0: contender. Sure. Do yeah, that. all right. I'll, I'll do that for like you it. first. We'll go then... back
1: and forth. Uh, well, no, I'll go then. Chris yeah, you will go, go, Ernest, and Chris then Chris will go,
0: will go through eleven. Yeah, okay. All right, folks, we're trying to do this at 8.15 at night. We'll see if Ernest's drugs are still kicking in at this point. You ready, Ernest? (laughs) Yes. All right. Bills.
1: Contender.
0: Bengals. Contender. This is the confusion part. I ask Ernest, and then he tells me all his answers. Then I get to Chris.
1: No, no, no. Go back and forth. We get ping pong. Go ahead. Okay.
0: All right. So what did you guys say against? since I'm old man, I can't remember? Contender. Conten- Contenders. Contenders. All right, Contenders. there's an agreement, folks. Woo-hoo. Bengals, Ernest.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Pretender.
0: Pretender. All right.
1: Jackson Brown would say that.
0: I will, I'm going to add to this fun. I say Pretender as well. Ravens, Ernest.
1: Oh, Contender.
0: Pretender. I say they're Pretender, too. I don't believe they're going to do it. Ooh. All right, Ernest Browns. Ooh. Oh, contender. Contender, big time. I think so. I think they're contender if Mayfield can hang in there. All right, Chargers, Ernest.
1: Oh, definitely contender.
0: Contender, easily. Contender, let the Herbert hair continue. All right, Ernest Raiders.
1: A pretender.
0: Ooh. I'm going to say contender. I'm going to join Chris on this contender. We'll get back to that one. That looks like we need to talk a little bit more about that, about Chucky. All right, Ernest Broncos.
1: P- Pretender.
0: I'm mm. mm. <laughs>
2: surprised Sorry. it took you that Sorry. long.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: They are pretenders. Yes, I agree. This sounds like the pretenders of the band here. All right, Ernest Cowboys.
1: Oh, contender.
0: Hmm. Uh, I think they're,
2: uh, they're pretend like what, what is, what are we considering? No, this is a
0: short answer. We'll come back if we need to. What's your short answer?
2: Playoff, playoff team.
0: Oh, playoff team. Then yeah. Contender. All right. Contender. We'll move on. Packers. Ernest.
1: Oh, contender.
0: Contender. Contender. Definitely. Ernest. Your beloved Panthers.
1: Uh, hugely prejudiced. Contender. What <laughs> wild card? They'll get a wild card. Are you sending the NFC? <laughs> They'll get the wild card. Okay, Chris.
0: they're they're pretenders. I think pretenders, they're pretenders sorry. as well. Sorry, they're a year or two away. Okay, let's go back to two. Oh, we got one more of the Rams. Ernest contender. Oh yeah, contenders. Yeah, contenders. So right now we could have a Super Bowl of the Raiders versus the Rams. Wouldn't that be crazy? So out of those two teams, who's a better contender, Ernest?
1: Raiders and Rams. Yes. Uh, ra- Rams. Don't you mean Chargers, Rams?
0: Okay, you can go Chargers if you want. We're plenty confused here. I think
1: that's 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 fairly. Well, I think that's more likely. Yeah. I don't think the Raiders would be the play. Radars started three and and0 last year. Do you remember that? Yes. What happened the rest of the season? And, and... <sighs> yeah, same thing's going to happen this time.
2: I don't know. They've played some decent teams, and I think I think they beat the Chiefs at home
1: good. last year. They, they beat it, the Chiefs they, in Kansas City last year. Uh,
2: yeah, just, I think I think I think everything's falling for the Raiders this year.
1: Their O line's a mess. Their defensive backfield's a mess. I mean, they're just, and they're in a division. With the Chargers and the Chiefs.
2: And the Broncos. And the Broncos. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh they, they could easily be yeah. last place again. I think that division's gonna have three playoff teams.
1: Are you getting that confused with the NFC
2: West? No, it's I think both of those teams are gonna have three A, or three playoff teams in it.
1: Yeah, but there's there's this Self-immolation that goes through. I mean, everybody beats everybody else,
2: lowers the record. That's, Just that's saying. how I.
1: That's how I think the. Well, Panthers everyone will beat, in 10, will beat up. 10, everybody 10, will
2: beat up. 10, everybody seven. will beat up on the the Broncos. So. All
0: right. Yeah, so beat. sometimes TV is you watch because you can't turn away to, because it's a car wreck or trash. You know something's happening, or you watch because it's so good. Which one of these teams will you watch because they're so good, or because they could be a train wreck, Chris?
2: Which one? What are my teams?
0: All right, so all of these teams, which team is most likely to be the train wreck you can't turn away, like Ernest is saying with the Raiders, and which uh, team do you think is going to be so great you can't turn away?
2: So great, I think... Uh, um, so great you can't turn away. I don't know. the. I think the Chargers are legit. And... Oh. Yeah. Paul, you left one,
1: three, and one team out.
2: I was gonna say the Buccaneers, right? Buccaneers, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to
1: I will say they're a contender.
2: Uh, yeah, they're a contender big time. And I like watching the Buccaneers a lot. Yeah. They just I thought they got Brady. Enough it's press a, already it's fun this
0: entertaining. week. They didn't need any more press yeah, after that's just, Sunday night.
1: Strangely, Paul last week said someone said something about it would be a close game, wanted the end. And then Belichick would stand seven guys at the line of scrimmage. Where did I hear that? Do you remember? Do I need to listen to last week's podcast?
0: <laughs> Some guy, Ernesto, from the yes. other side of Rockingham maybe said that.
1: Yes. I also told you Michigan would beat Wisconsin, but I'm not bragging.
0: <laughs> Sounds like it to me, but all right. Yes, a little bit. Yeah. So let's let's go one more step with the NFL. Um, which you know, we're back into it and we haven't talked about the Buffalo Bills very much being a good team. Um, And we haven't talked about the uh, Packers and Aaron Rodgers. which storyline has been the most compelling so far? Maybe it's been the, the urban Meyer storyline. I don't know, but for Ernest, which storyline do you think has been really interesting to you?
1: The, The Meyer one is interesting because it's a train wreck, kind of like the lion's. But I mean, I really oh. I buy into this last roundup with uh, with the Packers, but but watching Ben Big Ben Roethlisberger fall apart. I mean, it's it's this reminds me of the last days of Johnny Unitas, the Steelers, who pretty much are the trademark team. I mean, there's there's two teams that always have fans when they go on the road, and that's the Cowboys and Steelers, no matter what, and this is, a you know, I found it interesting that Aaron Rodgers talked about how much he'd like to play for the Steelers after they beat them in Lambeau last week. So that, that was kind of a strange expression. So it's going to be interesting to watch Rodgers with what he's pretty much said his last year at Green Bay. And, and, you know, the Steelers have never been a team that's had to rebuild. They've always reloaded. What they're going to do this this over this year? I mean, are they going to cash it in and bench Big Ben fairly quickly? I mean, they got fairly rough schedule coming up.
2: Um, if they bench Ben, who are they putting in?
1: Let me see. They've got uh,
2: Mason Rudolph, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think they did. They did that experiment last year, and they saw what they had.
1: But, There's I no mean, reason Ben can't throw to... deep.
2: That's okay. Uh, neither can uh, what's his name the the quarterback uh, out of uh, uh, Alabama sitting on the uh, New England roster.
1: Yeah, but he's got a little and bit. He dinks it out. and dunks
2: it the whole way down. I just think this is a this is a farewell tour. I think it's a sign of respect. You know, he he's a Hall of Famer. Just let him, unless he says I can't, I physically can't do this anymore. I think you continue to put him out there and. You know, it's, it's, he's got to be the one that tells you not, you tell him, uh, yeah, unless you want to take him out, you know, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make any, it doesn't matter. They're not, they're not doing anything this year. Everybody sees it. Let's just, let's find out what we have in all of our younger players and let's get the line a lot of experience and then we can get our quarterback, um, next year, but we know all the quarterbacks on the, you know, maybe you get, you know, if they're out late, maybe you get Dwayne Haskins, a couple of, of series just to see what we got in him. But it's just, it's, it's a sign of respect, I think.
1: But isn't it amazing? This is a team that last year was 12 and O and is two and eight ever since that.
2: But that everybody knew that 12 and O was so like, they, uh, they should not have been 12 or not, not that they shouldn't been 20, but they were just not that good of a team. But and Chris, it that's, wasn't that's a very one of the strong best 12 and a
1: defenses. Now. You got TJ Watt. It is a good defense. You got Ingram. You got uh, Hayward. I mean, that's a great defense.
2: Yeah, but when they're on the field, you know, a majority of the time, you can't be, you can't be good all the time. I mean, yeah, it's just if you're on the if if the offense puts you in a position where you're on the field so much, you're just not going to be able to showcase that all I've heard all during the summer was
1: get us a running back and they get Harris from Alabama. And I don't know if it's the offensive line. You lost probably your best tackles over in for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Now. And that offensive line, I mean, it's, it's about been big a mess as we have at the Panthers. I mean, it just, it, that's a terrible offensive line. You lost yep, your got a Yeah.
2: Yep, you've got a rookie, rookie left tackle. Not even a first round rookie. He's a fourth round rookie. I think you've got a first or second year left guard, and then a first or second year um, center. It's just, it's not. The line is just so inexperienced, and and Ben, you know, he just he's not mobile, and he's not as mobile, and it's um, it's tough to see. You don't want to see him go out like this, but. This is what he wanted. I mean, this is a
1: team that's a brand. They've had three coaches since 1968. Three coaches since 1968. That that blows my mind. Sorry, Paul. Put yep. on a tangent. That's okay.
0: Um, you're right. Steelers are so iconic. And I know you have your favorite teams. I know Chris has been a Steeler fan before, and Ernest is a Baltimore Uh, Colts, if you want to say that, now Baltimore Ravens fan, and now he's with Carolina Panthers. And I liked the Lions helmet when I was growing up, and I was just looking at a picture of different iconic helmets. If you had a helmet that was besides your home team helmet, what would be your favorite helmet? Mine would be Kansas City Chiefs. I love just that arrowhead to me. It just is so iconic. I've always remembered the old pictures of the original Super Bowl or the second Super Bowl with the... Kansas City and Green Bay, um, but Ernest, what would be your second favorite helmet?
1: Torridos,
0: even though oh, I think yeah, they're, okay. a,
1: even though I think a pretender. That's one of those iconic helmets, which has pretty much stayed the same since 1960.
0: All right, Chris. I like the Chargers. Yes, yeah, Chargers.
1: They've changed so many times in my lifetime. It's been white. It's been blue. It's been light blue. They put the numbers on it. They don't put the numbers on it. It's it's they've altered it and changed it so much. I mean the uh, the the lightning bolts. Do you know what the team is named for? The
2: Tribute Chargers.
1: Uh, it was originally owned by the Hiltons, and they were pushing a credit card. Team is named after a credit card, <laughs> a charger.
0: Oh yeah. A shopping it should be a shopping lady on the helmet instead of yes, a, yes. Well, that's it pretty sexist. A, I mean a, a male but, shopper
2: <laughs> but at least the, I mean the browns have the worst name by far. Well, you used to have one year they
1: put the little uh the little twinkie, the little elf on the helmet,
0: the brown yeah,
1: laughed at that. see originally they were the panthers, but they got sued by a local junior college. And they just hired Paul Brown as the coach, so they went with the Browns. They claim it was uh, honoring Joe Lewis, the Brown Bomber, who's from Cleveland.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the Browns actually stole Bowling Green's colors. They thought they were so <laughs> yeah, right, just iconic. It's not brown.
1: Uh, it's orange. It's,
2: it's orange not, and brown. It's orange
1: and yeah, or brown. Yeah, but it's not brown. It's 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 funny how the orange is kind of lightened up, kind of like Tennessee, because the owner Jimmy Haslam is a big uh, Tennessee booster.
0: All right, Ernest, if you had a, a brand new Raiders helmet that I sent you for Christmas, would you wear yes. that anywhere outside your house? And if you did wear,
1: that would put me in a nursing home if I walk around outside with a football helmet on. <laughs> This is the old George Carlin thing about the difference between baseball and football where he said, you know, Walter Austin wears a baseball hat. Football's different. If Woody Hayes walked around with a football helmet on the sidelines, they'd lock him up. They obviously did later on, but that's a different story.
0: Chris, would you wear your uh, helmet outside anywhere? He didn't pick, did he? With team. Uh, the Chargers. Chargers. Oh, Char- that's right. You're on drugs, Ernest. We understand.
2: uh. I know, yeah I know. probably, yeah, when I'm playing outside, I probably would I mean, I've walked around a, a a very large park here locally uh with the the headset that you got everyone, and my wife said I look like a complete fool, and I said, <laughs> i don't care it's got it's got good it's got you know good stereo
1: <laughs> and you could you can sing along to the mouthpiece
2: exactly yeah <laughs>
1: it's it's Portable karaoke.
0: There we go. All right, we're going to switch gears me, now. i got to call the trademark office.
1: Excuse me, <laughs> just a moment. Portable karaoke. All right, go ahead. All
0: right, we're going to switch gears to baseball because we're into the playoffs. Playoffs. Um, last night, the Red Sox beat the Yanks. Yay, Red Sox. Um, and so now the Red Sox are going to move on against the Rays. The White Sox are going to play the Astros. And the Braves are going to play the Brewers, and the Giants are waiting to see if the Cardinals can beat those Dodgers. Who would have thunk it that the Dodgers would not win their division? And the Giants did. So, Ernest, you watch more baseball than both Chris and I combined. Um, your predictions: Will the Cardinals beat the Dodgers?
1: You know, Wayne Wright, uh, uh, Wayne Wright is 40 years old, he was 14 and 7. But it's at LA. So even though Walker Bueller's not on the playoff roster and Kershaw's not on the playoff roster, uh it's, it's it's Scherzer's probably the best pitcher of this generation. So it's gonna be the Dodgers. I'm rooting for the Cardinals, but it's gonna be the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, your dad loved the Cardinals, didn't he?
1: Oh, yes, big-time Cardinal fan. And the Cardinals manager is uh, kind of a local guy. He's from Charlotte. I Actually, my son played against his teams he was managing uh, in high school baseball before he went to UNC Charlotte and then was hired by the Cardinals operation.
0: All right, he's moved up pretty fast. local,
1: Local interest there, local interest, yes. Fairly young man. I think he's just in his early 40s.
0: All right, Chris, who do you think is going to win tonight? I think
2: I'm hoping for the Cardinals. I I think if L.A. wins, I don't think they're going to be around for long just with all the injuries that they had. I wish they were full strength, Um, but I think the Giants are going to be a tough out. But I... Uh, I think it's the Cardinals are too hot right now, and they just they peaked right at the right time. And I think I read something that they had a 1.3 percent chance to get into the playoffs on August 8th, and then they had that 17-run tear, and you know ultimately made it. But yeah, they're just they're they're they got everything going on right now, so I think they're gonna they're gonna take it. you know,
1: guys, you better enjoy tonight's game because this is the last time you'll see something like that.
2: One
1: game game playoffs, this will be the end of it, because there's going to be a lockout, and one of the things that the uh, Major League League Baseball wants is more teams in the playoffs, because that's more TV money. And they want at least six teams, if not nine teams, in the playoffs with three-game series. So you're not gonna have a one win or go home type of situation anymore.
0: So they're gonna play to November? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Or it's they're money, gonna start out money, like, money. three three game series. And see if they have uh, I think three less game, than five series, game series,
1: five games they'll have three game series, five game series, seven game series, and the world
2: series. I think the three game series, I you shouldn't even leave one town. Whoever's got the home field advantage, that's where you stay for the three-game series.
1: And that might be what they do, but you're not going to have yeah. one game win or go home. And again, it's money, I do
2: think it's stupid, though. You play 162 games, and you know one team's got 108 wins, and he's got they got to compete for one game. It's like, no, I, 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 I win on a larger scale and I can win a three games, at least a three game series. So I don't know. I think a one game is silly. Pause for a
1: moment. Our listeners get to finish the drinking game. I said, filthy lucre one more time.
2: Take
0: a sip. <laughs> yeah. All right. We say that every week, practically. It's <laughs> very it's biblical. Drinking game. Look in the it's, King it's kinda James like, version.
1: It's kind of like mash when father Mulcahy would always say, uh, what was it, the phrase? Uh, 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 About humor, I just blanked out on it, but it's
0: jocularity.
1: Jocularity, Jocularity—that's the drinking game. There you go.
0: So there's your second and third old man reference of the day.
1: Yeah, old man reference.
0: All right, so yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's. I think they're going to get locked out until at least May. So you better enjoy baseball for this next month, and it's all millionaires suing billionaires, as it always is. But it's it comes down to money.
0: All right. Take another well, sip. Let's the Yeah. Let's go back to the baseball predictions here. Ernest, what World Series are we going to have, and who's going to win it?
1: Uh, it's going to be Astros and Dodgers. It's going to be Dodgers.
0: Boom! What? That was quick. Wow. All right, Chris. I'm sorry. I mean, that was good. I, I put more money. Do you want me to? No, no. That was awesome. All right, Chris. I'm going to raise, raise Giants, raise. Wow. And you know. How much fear Fox
1: has if that's the World Series? Fox's oh, I know. Fox's biggest worry is Milwaukee Rays. No one would watch.
2: Well, probably like ESPN had with, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Milwaukee or who? Who? What was it? Toronto versus? Oh, I guess they had Toronto Golden State. I guess that wasn't so bad. But yeah, Toronto when they were in the NBA playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean they would have liked to have the Yankees. Done. Rodgers, that's the ultimate matchup. But, Paul, can you name three players from the Milwaukee (laughs) Well, first of all, Paul, who you got?
2: Oh, yeah. Who you got, Paul? Paul?
0: I'm going to go go super sentimental. It's going to be the Red Sox against the Braves in the World Series, and the Braves are going to win. There you go.
1: Uh, Old-time Braves World Series because the Braves started out in Boston.
0: That would be so cool. Both teams have been my second and third favorite teams behind the Tigers. I'd love to see that happen. So, Ernest, go ahead.
1: Uh, Paul named three Brewers:
0: Uh, Ed Brewer, Mark Brewer, and George Brewer. (laughs) I was going to say: uh, close enough.
2: The Coors, Coors, Coors. You've got (laughs) Slip, Budweiser. Uh, Budweiser, uh, okay.
1: Uh, can, you name three, can you name three? PBR. Ray, Ray Charles, Ray <laughs> Romano. <laughs> ah, ah, this quickly devolved, didn't it? Okay.
0: <laughs> I know that's the thing about baseball. If you don't keep up with it every year, all of a sudden you go, "What happened? Who? What happened? To these, you, who are these you, players?"
1: And you still think a two fifty seven hitter is going to be the MVP from the Angels? 257 is his batting average.
0: Ernest, get on the the fan train. Give up the hate, man. Just embrace it. It's gonna happen this year.
1: He wasn't he probably barely was the best player on the Angels, much less the league. Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. All
0: right, all right.
1: Someone who plays every day.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're going to now go... Sometimes on. he was playing
2: two positions every day
0: yeah. or every... during the How game. He's he not playing uh. two
2: positions. He's well, a pitcher well, he he was, he,
0: Yeah. It's
1: still uh, one position in the field. It's not like he's playing first base and second. It's not <laughs> like when you play backyard baseball and I'm going to be the outfield, I'm going to be the outfield. He's playing one position.
2: Yeah, but he was still hit every day. Sure, I, you that's, know, the,
1: yeah. that's the crop people say. Oh, he plays two... No, he doesn't. He plays one position. He bats. He bats well.
0: Boy, what did he do to you, I'll, Wow! I just I think it's I'll,
1: hype. I think it's, it's. I think it's marketing.
2: I think, I think someone needs a hug.
1: Well, I just. Uh, I just don't <laughs> think he's the most valuable player. I'll
2: let. I'll let David Ortiz let him know that he never really had a position. He just bats. He
1: DH'd. He had one position.
2: Yeah. He didn't so have two. he bats. He does. Yeah, he bats. He's a DH. You just said DH was a position. So yes. he bats, which is a DH, and he plays, and he's a pitcher. He's a pitcher That's that two
1: not a D On days, he's pitching. He hits. He is a right.
2: pitcher. He's a hitting pitcher. But he, ha- because yeah, if but they he plays two him positions out, throughout the league.
1: But if they take him out as a DH, they lose the DH.
0: So you're he's saying he's, he's a novelty act, like you'd go see the circus.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a great <laughs> He's a great pitcher. I mean, he's not like uh, Eugene Washington, the guy who uh, the A's had in the 70s. All he did was what? bases. You don't remember Eugene Washington in the 70s? He's, oh,
2: Eugene Washington. I thought you said, you know. Not Eugene Washington. Wa- the country. Yeah.
1: Not the town,
2: right? Okay, yeah. Sorry, I must have misheard you. Sorry, that's That's my that's my bad. Yeah, sorry. I mean, he's he's a great hitter,
1: but he didn't lead the league in home runs. He didn't lead the league in RBIs. He didn't win the most games. He didn't lead the league in strikeouts. I mean, he saves him a position on the roster, but he's not.
0: Um,
2: but I don't I don't know if you read up on this, but he did lead off. The All Star Game and An exhibition the game. also it's, it's you know, it's the only game on that day. Give though. up Chris. It's, it's not an worth it. Exhibition game. <laughs> but it means something. Right, Does it still d- mean I'm, something? I'm taking it control of this
1: record, podcast but...
0: over again. Hello, hello.
1: Okay, sorry, I mean sorry.
0: Yeah. I think that last week we discussed these same points, so people l- yeah, listen I'm to the kind
1: of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all I'm right.
0: off that. It, good. So we're going to go to uh, college football before we wrap this thing up here today. Love college football, man. It is so much fun. It's also fun, Chris, when Michigan wins a game every week, right? And so Michigan beat Wisconsin. Nice. Um, nice to see a team, but I'm under no delusion that Michigan's going to win the national championship. It's just nice that they're winning. Um, Alabama continues to roll as everybody knows. Uh, Georgia looks pretty impressive. Ernest, is there any other team could challenge those top two?
1: No. Sorry. No. They're on the top. Uh Oklahoma has defensive problems. The quarterback is, I think, taking a step back. Um, no, there's no other team even close. I mean
2: they're really I think I think Florida gave Alabama everything. They've lost. They've lost two games. They okay, lost on, to Kentucky. Yeah, they lost to Kentucky. And I think Kentucky's a quarterback away. But I think they it, forget about wins, losses. I think just competitively, I think Florida is a very good team. Now, are they going to go as far just because they've had two losses? Absolutely not. But I think from a, you know, I don't know if Florida plays Georgia this year, but I yeah, think that would be yeah. a good game too.
1: They do. The world's largest cocktail party. And even if Florida. Yeah beat georgia georgia would still be the representative in the sec championship stick a fork and i
2: agree i agree they're not i mean they're not going anywhere but you just think, are they you know is there is there another good team and unfortunately they lost to kentucky and that you know that sucks for them but um i just think they're they're another quality team
1: no they're not on that level i mean there's georgia there's uh, Alabama and there's all the sloppy seconds.
2: I like how you just like completely like 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 slid my opinion off. Like I'm sorry. Like, excuse just, me. Excuse me. No, this doesn't belong on this table. No. Well, they that's can't. incorrect.
1: I mean, they've lost too many games to get a
2: read. Okay, they lost to Alabama within what a, a one point or not one point one one score. Yeah, the infamous word. Okay, so I think they kept up. I think they kept up with Alabama. So I think that's they're they're at least in that level. No one has even come close to Alabama. I completely agree. They fell on their face against um, Kentucky. But even if they would have won that game by one point, they'd still be one loss and against a very very good Alabama team. I just think they on on a general level they are competitive period with with the upper scale teams. Are they going to go anywhere? No, because they have two losses. But how you how do you define competitive.
1: competitive? To me, competitive means you can beat them.
2: I do think they could have beat Alabama and I do think they can beat Georgia, but it doesn't matter if they beat Georgia or not, I think because they lost to Kentucky, they're not going anywhere. But I yeah, think I'm, I think if things a, would have gone a little bit different in the Alabama game, they could have won that game. Same thing with um and I think it's Georgia's going to be a good game.
1: And if my aunt had hair in her chest, she'd be my uncle. I mean, if and buts <laughs> or candy and nuts, what a Christmas we would have. I mean, <laughs> they didn't. They lost to him. They played them already. Lost lost. I mean, whether it's a point of 20, it's over.
2: Stick a fork <laughs> in them. I know, you, said, you asked me competitively, could they beat somebody? I said, yes, they could. Did they? No, but I think they could have. Competitively, which Can makes them still competitively
1: competitive. Can I get a date with Angela Jolie? Yeah, probably, but I ain't no. no that's not
2: no, no. You cannot actually.
1: If I brought her were, enough, they
2: they showed if up I to the like game. I'm you don't even have her number.
1: If I fact, like a orphan <laughs> from from uh, some
2: foreign
0: country, she'll pick me up.
1: I mean, no, it's it's there is nobody. There's Alabama, there's Georgia, and there's sloppy seconds.
0: Yeah. How long would this Alabama dominance last? As long as Saban is there, Ernest?
1: Yeah. 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 Saban. I mean, he's, he's got the trick. You bring in the best talent. They finished in the top two and recruits every year. Guys want to come there because they know they're going to the pros. They don't mind sitting on the bench. He gives them a lot of tough love. I mean, he has a system that, Makes everything. If you don't worry about next week or the week afterwards, you worry about what you're doing right now. You get the right foot in front of the right foot, and you play the position. You don't worry about anybody else in the field. You do what you do. You do your job. And uh, now he's seventy-one. He's like the fifth oldest coach in in football right now, but I can see him lasting five more years.
0: I don't know. It looks like uh, Affleck is trying to move him out and bring in Dion. I love those commercials where he's trying to seem more relative or approachable on the commercials than he ever is in person.
2: Who's going to replace Saban?
0: Dabo.
1: Belichick. Uh, No, Dabo won't go there. Uh, That's an interesting question.
2: That's a a tough hire.
1: Yeah, that's like. You know, all the rest in the past we've seen, who replaced John McKay, who replaced Bo, who replaced Woody. I mean, that's that's a tough act to follow.
2: You got to look at most likely they're not going to be they're not going to (laughs) be successful because you don't remember any of those coaches. You're
1: looking at a Matt Campbell or a Luke Fickle, someone like that,
2: someone relatively young. And there's no one on the staff has. there's no one on the staff that's been there. Oh, that he, I know they goes, go through coaches.
1: Yeah, they go through coach. I mean, he's got some older guys. I think the special teams coach has been there the entire time, but he's not. Florida's coach came from there. Jimbo came played under him. In, if you look for somebody who's played under his system, Jimbo Fisher, Florida's coach, uh
2: Sarkisian. Yeah, uh, Texas.
1: Yeah, I don't see Sarkisian coming back. He was just—he was part of no. The I don't real think he, no, he, Yeah,
2: I don't think he will either. Um, that'll be it'll be a it'll be a very interesting hire. I don't
1: see Kirby Smart again. Someone who coached under him leaving Georgia. He's got he's like Davo. No. He's got his own his own brand going, and and there's no need to leave. I mean, it's it's going to be. Difficult. I mean, this this is a dynasty like we have never seen and will ever see again. This is the greatest dynasty in college football ever. The only thing I compare it to was the Montreal Canadiens in the 50s and 60s in hockey. UCLA in the 60s. That's that's the only thing even close to that. Players come and players go. I mean, it's so hard to do in college football. It really is. Look what Clemson's going through now. Clemson's got a situation where they had 10 transfers and they brought no transfers in and they're suffering from it. I mean, Saban has adapted. He went from three yards in a cloud of dust to four wide receivers and throwing on every down. A lot of coaches don't have the the mental pliability to adapt and change their system. He did. Didn't change his personality any, but he's changed his philosophy.
2: Oh, you know who I'd like to see there? Ed Ordron. <laughs> Ed Ordron's
1: going to be worried about a job himself. <laughs> I yeah.
2: know he is. <laughs> uh, I said,
1: uh, remember, i middle offense. Yeah, I was going to say Ed. Yeah, they'd, they'd be someone young. <laughs> like, I said, I'm not going to say Luke Fickle is doing a great job at Cincinnati, or Matt Campbell is doing a great job. At uh, Iowa State, but it'd be someone like that—some young coach who recruits well, who's winning despite the odds, so to speak. Fresno, maybe a yeah. Fresno State's coach is is another one that kind of links in my mind a little bit. Someone like that, you know, is, like I said, some young coach that can come in.
0: All right, guys, her, we're gonna wind down this fabulous podcast. And so, Ernest, we're going to give you your last couple good minutes and then give it to Chris.
1: Uh, I'm going to really go off course here. I enjoyed watching the Ryder Cup, USA, USA. I mean, that was a great, great course. I mean, some of the shots there, we didn't hit on it last week. And I don't know why me and Paul didn't bring it up. But the Ryder Cup is one of those rare golf events like the British Open and, and – and, uh, the masters that I watch and I'm slipping back and forth. I had screen in both ways because you had baseball, you had college football going on in the NFL. And it was it was just enjoyable to see. I mean, I guess because America has not done that well, I think, and Paul can correct me on this, I think this is the first time they won only the second time they won at home in the, like the last 25 years. So it was, it was enjoyable. I I like that. It's, it's, it's kind of strange the rules and everything, but you put America, that's the one thing about you can take sports that are not dominant, not the big four, but if America's doing well, being Ryder cup, women's soccer, uh, beach volleyball, naturally we revert to rooting for the home team. And it's, it's it's nice to see that in that respect. So I enjoyed watching it. Chris, what's on your mind?
2: This is probably some of my favorite times of year because you just have all, you know, you've got hockey coming up in probably less than a week. You've got, you know, you, you, football. The you went weather. to a game last
1: night. It's already here.
2: That's exhibition. Uh, trust me, there was no defense. Uh, I think the final score was 8-2 four. Um it was actually I was actually scared. Like I was like, no, this can't be our team. And they're like, no, they play a lot of like players that are yeah. not even gonna make this team. You know why you're totally.
1: in Seattle now.
2: Yeah, don't talk about it. Um for the cracking. Um but it's just such a cool time and uh just you know with I don't know just fall and hanging out and having having some brewskis and so I, I'm I'm excited as my kiddo's getting older and she's starting to like sports, just being outside more and, and and you know introducing her to, to more and more you know sports games and and teach. I'm excited to teach her about just all the rules and the games and getting her excited about stuff. So,
0: um, yeah, just one of my favorite times of the year. Awesome! It is an awesome time of the year. Wonderful time of the year. <laughs> so my last two minutes are about that magical place down in orlando yes next week there'll be no part in the confusion um, because i will be flying down to that happy place with my family to enjoy some family time with masks on yes we'll be wearing masks and our mickey mouse uh bands that track us wherever we go so we're gonna have a great time with that and you know I realize some of the my granddaughters will not remember it later, but I'll remember it, and the older two will remember it, and my son and his wife will remember it, and my daughter and son-in-law will remember it. Um, sometimes you think, is this all a scam? Why should we take it to a park like this? And then you go, and you just enjoy it, and that's what I'm going to be doing. So uh, you got to capture those moments and just pay the money when you have to, and have a great time. All right, guys, that's it for Part the Confusion. <laughs> Give me all your money! Ho ho ho, ho. Sorry, Mickey, Mouse. Sorry. <laughs> Mickey Mouse imitation! Yikes! Give me so, little, Okay. L- do you have a side job at the park there, Mickey Mouse? Wouldn't it yes, be weird if With Mickey Mouse is really extra. a sixty-five-year-old man inside the suit?
2: You can go to. You Ernest can go is actually not allowed to within a hundred yards I, of the of the uh, park. You can, so. the,
1: you can go to the crypt where they frozen Walt Disney. They call it Disney on Ice.
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> bum <ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. laughs> and that does it for us tonight thanks guys for helping me out we should have left
2: we should have left 30 seconds yeah uh, if you Sorry want about to
0: that. contact me contact me at gobluearnold at gmail.com and for chris and ernest have a good night